Welcome to the Green Phoenix's Mylar, my look at recovery. This is a podcast that will be focusing on mental health, understanding recovery, and restoring a voice to those who it has been taken from. Welcome back to my look at recovery. Uh, again, joined with Pastor Larry Grayway. Last week, we were talking about defining your why. The idea behind this is to try to figure out more effective ways to establish goals and to work towards those goals. And I am going to go ahead and hand the mic over to you. (laughs) Thank you, Heather. Um... Yeah, we did. We talked about defining why last week, and then we kind of rolled into something about putting a team around you to help you shape your goals, to help you reach your goals. Um, and something came to mind We were as we were talking before we started recording about where we were going today and, and everything. And, you know, being a pastor, I'll throw some scripture out there. One of my favorite passages is out of Ecclesiastes 4, uh, verse 9 through uh, verse 12 says two people are better off than one for they can help each other succeed if one person falls the other can reach out and help but someone who falls alone is in real trouble likewise two people lying close together can keep each other warm but how can one be warm alone a person standing alone can be attacked and defeated but two can stand back to back and conquer three are even better for a triple braided cord is not easily broken you laugh because, and Heather's laughing because we've shared that scripture with her a lot, but there is not a single person that reaches a goal in this life or say, take even an actor or an athlete or a successful business person, or even somebody that goes into political office, every single person that achieves those things. It may be their name on the front of, we were talking about writing books before we, we started doing this. And even a person that writes a book, there's a team of people that make that book happen. The content, the ideas may come from this one person, but there's always a group behind that person that makes them successful. So today we really want to hone in and focus in on a team goal approach so that when you're going to reach your goals or trying to reach your goals, it's good to get two or three people around you to help you hone in and define what those goals are and give you accountability to help you reach those goals. You know, it starts with you. It starts with you knowing your why. It starts with you um, having that purpose, that drive, that idea. But then it takes getting some people around you on your team to help you accomplish those goals. And, And I would even say, you know, some people say, well, add a bunch of people. I think it needs to be, you know, three to five people on a team to help it really be effective. I think once you get bigger than that, then you you slow the process down because you have so many voices and so many different directions that it's hard to focus. 
But when you can keep that team tight, people that you truly respect, um, I think it can help. Do you have, and Heather, I know I just kind of summed everything up in one little, one little word. Um, what are your thoughts when you think about having a team around you to help you accomplish what you're doing? Where, where, what's been your experience? Where have you come from? Has there been a time where, what's it been like if you've ever tried to do it by yourself? And do you have an experience where you've used other people to help you get there? It's interesting because as you were talking, I was listening, but because I'm a visual thinker, I had these different images pop into my head. <clears throat> and one of them was, was thinking about a movie. Because when you watch a movie and you, you see all the people on the screen and you, you see the actors and you know the big name actors that are on it or whatever, but very few people actually stay after the end of the movie to watch all the credits. And if you actually sit and watch all the credits and you see the cast is very small, but then you see all the people that were involved in creating that and you're not going to know probably 99% of those names because that's not where the focus is. But without those people, the people that you see on the screen wouldn't be there. And I think that's really where the team approach comes in. We were talking earlier about the books and the, the reality of it is that if I hadn't had Jennifer walking through me with me, especially on the first one, it never would have come to life. A couple of the, the first couple pieces were photo projects that I had worked on before and had a couple of people tell me, you know what, you really need to turn this into a book. You need to get it out there, put it together, compile it, and turn it into a book. And I was like, yeah, but I'm not a writer. And I stand by that because I'm really, that's not. And the truth is that if I didn't have Jennifer's walking through with me, but also keeping me accountable and giving me deadlines to work towards, it never would have been completed. But having that accountability and that team, not only for the accountability and the support, but the combination of the two. And having someone believe in you is a very powerful thing. And I think that's part of it. And growing up, I was an athlete. I know that may shock most people who know me now, but that was a huge part of my identity. And I was never a star athlete, but being a part of a team gave me that sense of belonging to something. And I think that's part of it. And the reason that I laughed is because as soon as you said he classed keys four, I was like, okay, I know where he's going. <laughs> and I don't remember verses well. I don't. I don't have that rote memorization gene, I guess. But it made me realize that there are certain verses that are starting to really click into my head more so than others. And I hope that answered your question. 
Well, yes and no. <clears throat> I, have you ever had an experience where you've tried to do things without getting other people's help? And what was that like? Wow. <clears throat> The truth is that my first inclination is always to try to do things on my own. I'm not someone that easily seeks out help. And oftentimes when people ask me, how can I help you? My response is, I don't know if I did, I'd do it myself. I think uh, one of the current projects that I'm working on right now the part of the reason that it's getting stuck is because I don't know how to move forward with it. And I don't know if it's just not the right time. And I'm hesitant to take it to the people like you and Jennifer and a few others to ask for the help that I need so that I can move forward with it because I don't really know how to. But at the same time, I know until I do, it's not going to move forward. Okay. I think we do, we have this inclination within us that, you know, if the idea is ours, that, that we need to, to be the one that runs with it. And ultimately, it is our work, it is our, we've got to be the one taking steps. But when we step back and look, uh, we do need key people in our lives. You mentioned sports. You know, I'm, I bring this up a lot, I'm a big motocross fan. That is probably one of the most selfish sports you can be in. I mean, you're a racer, you're a competitor, you're out there for number one. Even though some of them are on teams as far as there's multiple riders for a team, they're still out there for themselves to win. They get paid more when they do better. So there's that incentive, but even that, that single person has no less than five to ten people that help them line up every week that are a part of that team. And that's probably a low number. Um, Cause again, it's that nobody gets there on their own mentality. When we try to, we get frustrated, we get, we feel the weight of it. We look at other people and we're like, well, why can they do it and I not? And what we don't realize is, is that they didn't do it on their own there are a group of people that have always helped them get there. So I think the next natural step is how do you get the right people on your team? Because the wrong people can derail you just as much as not as, as trying to do it on your own. So how do you get the right people on your team to help you set up those goals and, uh, to move the ball forward. And what is a what is a what do you think a good team looks like? It's interesting that you put it that way because that's where my hesitation comes from. It's not so much that I want to do this stuff on my own because I don't. It's bigger than I am. And I don't want it to be about me. It really is a much bigger my hesitation comes from past experiences where I, I went to the wrong people 
and had my ideas completely corrupted and twisted and turned into something that didn't even come close to resembling what I was trying to do. And I don't think that all of them did it with malice or with the intention of taking over. It's just that I don't really have much confidence or positive self-belief something that I've been working on really hard to improve for most of my life. So I think the biggest part of this is trust and finding people that you can trust, but also you have to have belief in yourself and belief in your ideas and have a strong enough conviction in what you want to do so that Even if it is somebody that you trust, you can take that to them. And if they they don't understand what your vision is, so they they take what they think your vision is and they they feed it back to you. And if you don't believe in yourself enough, you believe that that's what you really wanted, even though you know that it isn't. And so having enough trust in the person to go back and say, wait a minute, that's not really what I'm trying to do early on instead of believing that they know better, that they know what, they know you and I'm not saying this right because words are hard. But I think you know what I'm saying and hopefully you can translate it for me. Well, I'll, I'll go back to, I'll put it back this way. Rather than translating what you're trying to say, I think this will accomplish the same thing. We talked about last week defining your why. When you're building a team around you, it's important that that those people that you put on your team understand that why. And that you have control over that why. Because this is your project, this is what, and and I'll put it in, in spiritual terms, is what I believe God's put on my heart to do. This is where he's, he's leading us. So this is my why. This is what is the defining moment. The people on your team, if they're the right people on your team, they can give you feedback and you have the license to say, but that doesn't accomplish the why. So I don't think that will work. And if they're the wrong person, they'll end up either getting mad or removing themselves from that team. And and, and it's Putting the right people on your team starts with having the right foundation of why you're doing it. And I believe that I put or I I seek out people for my team, not because I think they're going to agree necessarily with me all the time, but because they believe in the why. And they're there to accomplish that why. And they also understand that the buck stops with me so that if I don't take their idea and run with it, that that's on me and that it's not a personal thing. And it takes the right group of people for that. And sometimes it takes some honing and it takes some getting, uh, moving people around. Sometimes we add somebody to a team that we realize wow, they're not really the right person for this team. And we learn from that. And and sometimes we're doing a project and the team that we had for the last project isn't the team that we need for the new project because we need a different set of skills. 
But I think it, it starts with that foundation of why. Here's what I'm trying to accomplish. Here are people that I trust in my life that are going to speak truth to me. That I know when they speak truth to me that it's because they love me and they believe in what I'm doing. And then I have to sort through, you know, is what they're telling me, you know, is it the direction I need to go? What do I take from it? And how do I move forward with that? Does that make sense? I think <clears throat> I think you hit on a point that you have to find people that believe in what you're trying to do, that understand what your why is. And sometimes that can be hard to share with people because it puts you in a very vulnerable spot. When you really stop to think about it, what, what drives you is very personal. And when you open yourself up to that, it puts you in a place of vulnerability. And if you, just like with trust, if you give it to the wrong people, you can get hurt very easily. So that's where some of that hesitation comes from. But you are right. Not every person is going to be right for every situation. And sometimes you're gonna, because we, we've talked about the bullseye and how you have that inner circle and then further out. And sometimes the people you need on your team may be on that outer ring, be it, because they have the skill set that is needed, but they're not necessarily in that. But you have to be able to trust them enough to be able to share why you're doing what you're doing and for them to understand the importance and to believe in what you're doing. Because there still is that vulnerability. It's just you're not necessarily going to divulge as much to them about what it is. Yeah. Look, anything that we do, um, any, any idea that's worth anything has risk. You're probably going to get cut, beat up, and scraped on the way. And some of that's going to come from people that you do bring on your team. Nobody does it perfectly. Um, but you're right. We need to not just look at fully our inner circle, but... And that's, again, I, I come back to, and I know your, your podcast isn't uh, spiritual necessarily in nature, but that's why for me, I pray about who those people are. And I look at some of the projects I have going on right now that are um, some things I'm working on that are outside of the church. And the people that are on my team are people that I prayed that actually couple of them I didn't even know more than a year and a half ago but God put them in my path and they were the right people for what I'm trying to do right now so we don't need to limit that there is risk you can get hurt but that's where that why is so important because if you know your why and your why is that foundation it will help you work through even those setbacks even those hurts because if you've got the right people around you, 
even the ones that hurt you and, and maybe you have to make some separation or whatever, you still have another group of people that are like, yes, we need that can validate that. That's why we need that team. We need a group. Uh, sometimes it can be just a couple people. You mentioned Jennifer helping you with that first book. She was the right person, a phenomenal editor and, and really good at focusing and pushing forward. Um, I need people like that in my life. I need people to help me move the ball forward because I'm a visionary thinker. I think in bigger pictures, but don't always know the steps to get that done. So I try to put people in my life to help me get that done. Um, which is why sometimes I struggle in helping you get those steps because sometimes I'm more of a visionary thinker and I'm not the step person. Um, I just, you know, I come up with an idea and I look around and go, okay, how do we do this? Um, cause I have no idea, but defining the why and building that team helps you put the right goals in place, helps you define effective goals. You've got your bigger goals. This is what we want to accomplish when it's finished. Here's what we want. Here's where we need to go. And then you have that team that helps you define smaller goals. Now, they may not be the people that actually accomplish those goals. Sometimes they might be. But they're the ones that are helping you move that ball that direction. So, <clears throat> as we kind of, and I, I don't want to go too long on this today. I, I think this will be a good one because I think as we roll into the next one, um, I want to talk about how we're going to put goals into action. How are we going to take this team that we got together and we, we started setting these effective goals? And I think one of the keys, and I'll back up just for a second, one of the keys of setting effective goals is um, making them measurable. So how do we know we've accomplished this goal? I Early on, I was really bad at this, and I'm still not great at it. Because I'll have a goal in mind, but I won't always put it in a way that I can measure. How am I measuring that I'm getting, that I'm being effective in trying to do this? And am I moving the ball forward? That's where a team can help you, getting the right people on to help you set those goals, to give them measurable outcomes, and having people that you're accountable to, to make those things happen. And the right people to have grace that you know, if circumstances happen that you don't quite hit the goal when you want to, to help you move past that. What are your thoughts on that? What are your thoughts on those effective goals? We touched on this a little bit last time when we, when we talked about SMART goals. And part of that is you have to make your goals specific. Because if your goal is too broad, it's really hard to measure it, which is another part of the SMART acronym is measurable. If you don't have a way to measure your goal, how are you going to know whether you achieved it? And then you also have to have that achievable because if you make a goal that's specific and measurable, but it's, and then you go into realistic, how are you going to achieve this if it's not a realistic goal? And then if you don't put the time the deadline to it, 
then you don't really have that What's the word I'm looking for? I guess it kind of goes back to like what I was saying with the book that I was working on. That first one, the words are hard. I had been working on it and working on it, but I didn't have a specific timeline to finish it. But once we sat down and we wrote out specific deadlines, I had something to work towards. I, I knew, okay, I needed to finish this by this date. And that gave me the drive that I needed. It helped keep me motivated and it, it helped focus. I, I think that's really where the, the measurability and the time sensitivity really helped drive that focus in. Because if you don't have that focus, goals become more dreams. And dreams are just, they're nice, but they don't really ever, you don't accomplish anything. Absolutely. So here's where I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wrap this back around to the team side of this. In setting those effective goals, and especially time goals, here's where time goals get tricky. I tend to be very optimistic thinker. And I tend to go one of two ways. I either set a goal on a time frame that's not really achievable because I don't give myself enough of a runway. And then I get frustrated because I'm knocking myself out, but I didn't leave enough room for speed bumps and things that could slow me down. Or I give myself such a big runway that I, I'm a natural procrastinator and I don't work on it effectively enough. That's where the team can help you. That's where having the right people on there help you to say, you know what? Three weeks is a, is a really good goal because you're going, I can get this done by the end of this week and you have the right people around you that are going, well, have you thought about this? Can you effectively do that in this time period? Maybe three weeks is a more effective goal to get you there. And if you finish it in two, man, celebrate that. We'll work on moving forward. But there's a balance, there's a tension between hitting the deadline and doing things rushed and just to get there and you don't put the right time so that's where having the right team around you can help build that foundation properly but and i want to leave it with this because we're going to talk about putting the goals into action next week or next time we get together not necessarily next week it's a couple weeks out but next time we get together um talking about putting those goals into action Building that team and keeping your why at the forefront sets you up to be effective in accomplishing what's before you. That's the foundation. This has all been about building your foundation. You can't put your goals into action until you have a foundation to build on. And that's really the, the most important part of this. So I want to encourage anybody, look at who's on your team. And if nobody's on your team, you need to take a step back and find out who should be on your team. And handpick those people to get there. And sometimes you might handpick one person and they might suggest somebody you don't even know but would fit that team. And you got to be open to that. Now, it's not something you do for everybody. Like you said, some things are more personal than others. Um, 
but having that team to help you get there. Any other final thoughts, any other ideas that you want to kind of wrap us around? I think the, the one thing that really sticks out to me is I used to joke with my father that I was an amateur procrastinator, but someday I was going to go pro. And he told me, he drew a little to it and then put a circle around and said, here, get around to it. Gotta love my dad. But I think what you, you mentioned is that there is that balance because if you set a goal and you make it unrealistic, like I'm going to accomplish this in this short time frame and it's not realistic to be able to finish it in that short timeline, then it's really easy to get discouraged. But the opposite is true too because if you give yourself too much time, it's too easy to go, oh, I've got time, I've got time. So you, you have to find that right balance so that you can get get that sweet spot so that you are working towards your goals, you are achieving your goals, and you're not rushing it, you're putting in the time that you need and not waiting till the last minute, but you're constantly working on it but at the same time not getting frustrated because you never feel like you're accomplishing anything. And since you asked for my final thoughts, I'm going to put the challenge out to you. What do you want to challenge people to do over the next two weeks? Well, um, for anybody that's maybe, you know, it's a new year. People like to put resolutions, whatever. I'm not a big resolution person because I think we, I just think they're kind of trite. If there's something that you've been striving towards, maybe it's in your work and career and you've got a project that you're working on, maybe these things will help you get the right team around you. But if you've got something that you've just been itching to do, sit down and write out your why. And then ask yourself, and if you're, you know, if you're a believer in God and maybe pray and ask who needs to be on my team. And then what I want to challenge you to do is to take a step and make a phone call or a text message or an email and share your why, share your idea, share your why, and ask that person, would they like to be a part of the team? Can you help me with this? And then have some expectations of what that would look like for them. Hey, I'd just like you to meet with me once a month to help hold me accountable. Hey, would you mind meeting with me and a couple other people as we talk through how we accomplish this? Whatever that may be, it's going to look different no matter what project you're doing. Some people you need on your team to help you flesh out the ideas. Others you need there just to hold you accountable and to be an encouragement along the way or a kick in the butt when you're getting off task. So either way, I want to challenge you to write down that goal. Write down what you're trying to accomplish. Write down why you're trying to accomplish it. And then start looking for the people that are going to help you get there. That's what I want to challenge you to do. Well, thank you. And I will take up on your challenge and see what we can come up with. But until next time, have a great day.